Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. And that's what World Youth Day does. It charges. It strengthens the gifts that the Holy Spirit has poured down on young people. And it enables them to go out and be those living witnesses that we are called to live by. I really believe that pilgrimages really do help fill our oil lamps and shine bright in this world. We're joining hundreds of thousands of young people on their pilgrimage to Lisbon, Portugal for World Youth Day 2023. The event kicks off on August 1st and Pope Francis arrives on the 2nd to accompany the young pilgrims along their journey of faith until August 6th. This week on Vatican Viewpoint, we take a look at how young people unable to make the journey to Lisbon can join in on the Festival of Faith from home. And we'll travel to another Iberian Peninsula pilgrimage site, the Camino de Santiago. I would say that COVID has kind of put a temporary halt to it. So we've had a, a year or two to a stop, right? Does not mean that we stop being witnesses. That's Dario Mobini. He's the editor and co-founder of WorldYouthDay.com, a website with a fairly obvious focus. I think this is an important World Youth Day, especially Lisbon, because if you look at like the theme of it, Mary rose up with haste. Haste is a very strong word. Haste means like something important is going on. There's a purpose for going. And I'm very interested in seeing how the Holy Father takes those words. And if that means that we have to make haste now to be more louder, I guess you could say, in our lives, because, you know, our actions will speak, not necessarily our words. Our actions will speak. This is not Dario's first World Youth Day. After Madrid in 2011, he and a few friends felt inspired to find a way to keep the experience of each event alive. We noticed that there was this website that was on sale back in 2012. In 2013, we purchased it. It was used by a pornographic company. And we thought to ourselves, this isn't good. We need to get it and then give it to the church. We offered it to the church and the church basically was like, we don't know what to do with it. We don't have the manpower. You do it. So we ended up putting information about World Youth Day, how to prepare for World Youth Day, and then how to engage in World Youth Day. That was the only purpose of the website at that point. But like any seed that starts off small, the mission just kept growing. As Pope Francis started to develop his papacy, one of the many things he said in his message to young people was make a mess, make noise, evangelize using the means. And so we said for this website, we need to provide a content that enables this message that John Paul II envisioned to stay authentic from one generation to the other. So it became like a archival bank, a website, I guess you could say, of all the history and all the stories of all the testimonies, all the pictures of all the homilies of all the messages that the church, particularly the church, and I'm not just talking about St. John Paul II, because of course we've had Benedict and Francis, but the most important thing it was to be a place where you can be reminded of this beautiful message that the church reaches out to young people and how this special encounter of World Youth Days, and not just international, but the local ones on the local level as well, have left an impact on our society. And so we want to make sure that that stays that way. 
One peculiarity of the International World Youth Days is that planning for each one starts basically ex novo or completely anew. The team that worked on one event hands over the keys and info to the next World Youth Day team, which opens a new website and has to start from scratch to reach young people. Instead of acting as competition to that work, WorldYouthDay.com seeks to partner with each new team in the common mission of spreading the gospel, though they sometimes run into resistance. The stories are kept alive and the themes are kept alive and that the World Youth Day itself is kept alive from one papacy to the other. We don't want to see this beautiful encounter be dismissed or lost because of the value of it. And so, I mean, that's kind of why we are doing what we're doing for the website. As far as like media goes, most secular media will only cover this event to say, look, a million young people gathered in Lisbon and here's a couple pictures and that's it. But they won't catch the raw emotions. They won't catch the stories of conversion or the stories of vocations that came from it. They won't capture the joy and satisfaction of seeing a young person go to confession. They won't see the tears of being together and seeing this beautiful a mosaic, I want to call it, of the Catholic Church. It's a mosaic. As World Youth Day begins, the website transforms from an archive into a live streaming machine, this year with the help of Vatican Media for Papal Events. Dario and his team also travel to the host city to broadcast the catechesis sessions that fill the days between the Pope's events. They get first-hand testimonies from the young people about their journeys of faith, which was the vision of Pope John Paul II when he created World Youth Day back in 1985. Take the story of St. John Paul II, of his envisioned, of what young people was to do, how they were to gather. He wrote a letter in 1983 called Delecti Amici, which was a letter to bring young people together. But it wasn't a letter to bring young people together so that they can just be together and say, yay, the church, you are the future. It was a letter to remind young people that you are called to conversion, but most importantly, that make a mark now in society. Because you're not the church of the future, you're the church of now. And why, according to Dario, would young people be interested in traveling, sometimes across the globe, for an event like World Youth Day? It's because they're looking for meaning and purpose in their lives. This encounter, they have a lot of questions and they're asking the Lord, hey, where do you want me to be? Where do you want me to go? You know, and this is why vocations are realized at an event like this. The Holy Father, although it's great to see him in a place like that, we're going because we want to encounter Christ with the communion of the mystical body of Christ, the church. You're listening to Vatican Viewpoint. As we talk about World Youth Day, thousands of young people have already left home to begin their journey to Lisbon. But the Portuguese capital is really just the end point of their pilgrimages. I really believe that pilgrimages really do help fill our oil lamps and shine bright in this world. That's Erin Berghaus. She recently produced and directed a film about the experience of the Camino de Santiago de Compostela pilgrimage. A place where you hear God, a place where all the noise of the world is pushed back for a few moments, a few weeks, whatever length of time that it is that you take your personal Camino on the Camino, you right there in that journey, in that physical journey, I do believe that you see the beauty of God in the physical beauty of Spain and the journey. You learn about St. James, you walk into the churches. It's just a, a profound effect on a human person. How's this tied to World Youth Day again? 
Well, several groups of pilgrims are taking the opportunity to travel along a portion of the Way of St. James since they have already made the journey to the Iberian Peninsula. Around 300 young pilgrims from Hong Kong are among them, just to name a few. And I think that every single person that does go on the Camino, for whatever reason it is that they're compelled to go initially, they come back changed. A deeper knowing of oneself, a deeper understanding of there's something bigger than ourselves, and a deeper relationship, I believe, with God. That potential for spiritual renewal fits in well with the experience of World Youth Day. Many people who have been on the Camino return saying that they had the time and peace of mind to really ask the hard questions about life. Part of our life here is trying to figure out who God created us to be. We have to come to know ourselves, right? And for each one of us, that's different. What is our call? How can we serve God? What is our purpose here? How can we make it to heaven? And I think that the journey of the Camino helps us to find out a little about who we are. And then it takes a step further, not only who we are, but who who has God created us to be and for what purpose. How can we serve God? How can we shine brightly in this world? Whatever it is, it can be anything from farmer to uh, journalist to film producer to artist, whatever it is, right? Mama, anything. Each one of us has a specific purpose. Aaron created Santiago the Camino Within, a 68-minute film about the way of St. James to capture the physical and spiritual journey that pilgrims undergo along the Camino de Santiago and really any Christian pilgrimage, including that of World Youth Day. I think that it begins with us knowing ourselves. The Camino assists in that, to break away from the noise, to walk in the holy footsteps, We just really are propelled to this deep place where we have to dig, and we dig to find out, well, what what are we made of? How strong are we to make it up this hill, to make these miles every day? And while we journey physically, we journey spiritually. And I just think that then by grace, it's grace really that fills our little oil lamps, that reveals these truths within us, that also gives us what we need in our daily life to be that person, to shine bright for God. Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.